We're in the book of Galatians. Glad to have Derek with us tonight. He's working in Lexington for a change. We took a picture of him. Forgot what he looked like. Galatians chapter 5. Now if you keep in mind what we had in chapter 4, this is a continuation. We tend to, to isolate these chapters. Well, these chapters are put in much later and they're not inspired. Even the verse, verse uh, numbers. So... He says now, stand fast, therefore. Well, like the fellow said, when you see therefore in the Bible, see what it's there for. Well, the reason that's therefore is to reflect back on what he's just been talking about. The allegory, the child of the promise and the child of the flesh. And uh, the only allegory in the Bible but it wasn't given just as an allegory. It was a real event in space, time, and history. Ishmael and Isaac, those issues there, they were real, they were in time. <clears throat> so he said, we are not children of the bond woman, but of the free woman, that is, unto Sarah. Not under Hagar. Right. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And <clears throat> be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Mm -hmm. Behold, I, Paul, say unto you that if you be circumcised, Christ shall profit you nothing. <clears throat> For I testify again to every man that is circumcised that he is a debtor to do the whole law. Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law. Ye are fallen from grace. For we through the spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith. For in Jesus Christ. Neither circumcision availeth anything. Nor uncircumcision. But faith which worketh by love. Ye did run well, who did, hinder, who did hinder you, that you should not obey the truth? This persuasion cometh not of him that calleth you. A little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. <clears throat> I have confidence in you through the Lord, that you will be none otherwise minded, but he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment whosoever he be. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision... Why do I yet suffer persecution? Then is the offense of the cross ceased. I would that I would they were even cut off which trouble you. For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh. But by love serve one another. <clears throat> for all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But if you bite and devour one another, take heed that you be not consumed one of another. 
This I say then, walk in the Spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the Spirit, and the Spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. But if you be led of the Spirit, you are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revelings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, <clears throat> gentleness, <clears throat> goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Let us not be desirous of vain glory, provoking one another and envying one another. May the Lord add his blessing to this wonderful passage, wonderful chapter. So now his, his subject is liberty in Christ. Now that Greek word there, eleutheros, it, it means uh, liberty, freedom. And that was a word used early on in the colonial days. You had the sons of liberty. Remember those? Before the Revolutionary War. Uh, much talk about liberty. I hear it, heard it, I think yesterday, on one of those programs, about people living the American dream. Huh? Yeah, they're living the American dream, meaning they've got a good job, making good money. Now they've got a good house, got good car, taking regular vacations, and that, that's the American dream. But that's not why the pilgrims came here. Not at all. We came here, they came here seeking religious liberty. To be able to serve God according to the Bible. Amen. Not according to a king. Alright, so. People don't know what the American dream is. And when it's all material, it's all flesh. That which is of the flesh is flesh. And that's where it is. Nothing spiritual about it. Anyway. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty. Now, liberty, in this context, does not mean the freedom to do anything and everything that you think you want to do. It is liberty to follow the Lord. And that's as far as it goes. The liberty wherewith Christ hath made us free. And in this context, it's specifically talking about freedom from the bondage of the law. 
And he said, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. Well, a yoke, an ox yoke. You've seen the old wooden ox yokes. I used to have one. Uh, And a team of oxen put up in that yoke. They were yoked together. But he calls it a yoke of bondage. To be under the law in order to be saved by it. God never put them in that order. Behold I Paul say unto you. That if you be circumcised Christ shall profit you nothing. Now. A kid couldn't help it if he was circumcised. Eighth day. They couldn't help that. He, He was not meaning that if it's actually been physically done to you. What he means by that, if you be circumcised, if that's what you're doing in order to try to set yourself right with God. You put yourself under the law to live by the law and earn your way to heaven. And you can't do it. But that's what he's talking about. Now, we don't have to get into this, but we know circumcision was for men. At least it was under Jewish law. And I hear, I've heard much about it, not not lately, but in Africa and the Muslim countries, they turn that on women. Only they end up, what they do, they just abuse women. It's mutilation is what it is. God never told told women to do, uh, do anything like that. It's for men. Uh, anyway, so if a kid had been circumcised, he couldn't help it. That didn't condemn him. Uh, but if somebody wants to put himself under this, that's what he's talking about. For I testify again to every man that is circumcised. And again, uh, not talking to women about this. That he is a debtor to do the whole law. Now there is what he's talking about. So these Jews, Judaizers, trying to get these Gentiles to submit to Jewish circumcision... Spying out their liberty and trying to put them back under the law. And Paul's saying, don't do it. He says, you're a debtor to do the whole law. Now, well, there aren't any people do that. You need to talk to some Church of Christ, Campbellites. You need to talk to them because every cotton picking one of them think they're keeping the law. I've been in debates with them. I know what they're doing. And there's others. Christ has become of no effect unto you. I wonder why those people, Church of Christ, and of course the disciples of Christ, that's where they all split off from. They've kind of Mellowed out. But the church of Christ is right there with the old Campbellite doctrine. 
why do you need Jesus? He doesn't do much for you. Zell Ward said uh, they ought to sing that song. Jesus paid part of it. <laughs> we sing Jesus paid it all. They ought to sing Jesus paid a piece of it. I did the rest. That's where the religion is. So, Christ has become of no effect unto you. Why do the Catholics need Jesus? He's just one of many things they have. Uh, I've told you this before. I talked to my old aunt. She's dead now. She was born and raised Catholic. And I talked to her. I couldn't find anything that she didn't believe. No, I mean, she believed anything I brought up. She believed it. And I said, what about priests forgiving your sin? Oh, yeah, sure. What about purgatory? Yeah, sure. I couldn't find. She believed anything and everything. If it smelled religious, she believed it. So, <clears throat> Christ is just one of the many things. But when they pray, they pray, Holy Mary, Mother of God. That's who they pray to. And then turn around and deny that they do it. <laughs> Christ has become of no effect unto you. Whosoever of you are justified by the law. Now, none of them are justified by the law. But they're trying to be or think they are. He says, you all are fallen from grace. Doesn't mean they had salvation and lost it. And that's how the Campbellites use that. You ever get in a debate with them, they'll bring that up on you. But that's not what he said. You are fallen. You're fallen away from grace. You, you come away from the teaching of grace. Amen. Now you're under the law. For we through the Spirit wait for the hope of righteousness by faith, not by law. For in Jesus Christ neither circumcision availeth anything nor uncircumcision. Now the Judaizers wouldn't like that. Circumcision or uncircumcision, neither way, if you are or you're not, doesn't avail anything before God. But faith which worketh by love. <clears throat> That's what avails something. He said, you did run well. Who did hinder you that you should not obey the truth? Who ran in that race and cut you off and headed you out another way that you should not obey the truth? You remember, he talks about obeying the gospel. You obey the gospel by believing it. This persuasion cometh not of him or from him that calleth you. Amen. Who's him that calleth you? God Almighty, that's who called you. Amen. And this, what you're being led into, did not come from God. 
And he says, now a little leaven, leaveneth the whole lump. Now that's not the first time he said that. <clears throat> he said it back in 1 Corinthians, 5th chapter. There is a general truth. You put leaven in a lump of dough and it will work its way through. It does not work its way out. It works its way through. And when it gets done, you have a leavened product. Whatever it is. Wine, beer, cheese, bread, whatever it is, you have a leavened product. Now there's nothing inherently wrong with leavened bread. Big rolls, you love them, don't you? Don't we all love them? Turkey gravy on them? And, well, sure we all love them. There's nothing inherently wrong with them. But we're not talking about the actual product. We're talking about the leaven that leavens a whole lump. So what is this leaven? Always, and I say again, always, in the scriptures, leaven represents evil, sin, and false doctrine. Amen. Now what leaven is he talking about here? This leaven of works salvation coming through the Judaizers into the churches of Galatia that are turning aside people who have been taught the gospel of grace. So, keep this in mind, a little leaven. Leaven's the whole lump. Don't think that that principle doesn't work with you in your personal life, in your home, in your workplace, your business, in your church. It most certainly does. When that sin, immorality, false doctrine, when it gets into your church, into your home, even into you from a somebody, a relative, it works until it destroys you. It takes down everything in its path. I have confidence in you, Paul says, through the Lord, that ye, you all will be none otherwise minded but he that troubleth you shall bear his judgment, whosoever he be. So Paul is given a little credit here where he can. I've got confidence that you're not going to let this go. You're going to do something about it. And the one that's doing all this, whoever he be, obviously he didn't know. I mean, uh, these brethren would call out the name. Paul called out names and so did John of evil people working. Alexander the coppersmith, he did me much evil. I mean, you know, uh, so the, didn't have any problem calling names. So evidently Paul doesn't have the name of the one that's responsible for this, but he said, whoever he be, uh, <clears throat> he'll bear his judgment. And I, brethren, if I yet preach circumcision. Now, whoever this guy is, 
he and probably others are spreading stuff about Paul. Don't be surprised if lies are told on you. You stand for the truth, you preach the truth. Lies will be told on you. They'll tell anything on you. Wasn't long after I came here. Of course, I was young. And we was doing a lot of stuff. I got word that somebody was telling that preacher over there. He drank, drank more beer than any of us. Huh? His wife came here. He didn't. He lived right down there on D-Long Road right there by that curve. Where did he get that? Ain't nobody in, in this country ever seen me drink a beer. I drank a half of one at High on Rose. It was a local bar there. Limestone and High Street. Used to be a bar there for years, High on Rose. And I was coming that way. I got off of work. I hadn't been out of the Navy long. And I said, I ain't never stopped going in a beer joint and got a beer. I think I'm going to do it. And they had a parking lot behind the place. And I parked and walked in there. It's about 4.30 or 5. Wasn't nobody in there but me. And I sat up at the counter on the bar stool. And the guy said, what would it be? I didn't know. I looked over there and there was one of them Miller High Life champagne a bottle of beer. Those little model guys or something with one of those. I said, give me one of them. I said, I didn't know what to ask. And that's what he brought me. And I poured a little bit out in a glass. And I didn't like it. I said, what in the world am I doing? I didn't even drink half of it. I just left it. Paid for it. Got it and left. And there, there's my beer drinking. And where he got that, I don't know. I don't know what he was trying to do. Uh, anyway, you'll have lies. And they may not, there may not be anything at all to them. I say, if you're going to lie on you like that, it better be, it better be a lie. It better not be the truth. Anyway, Paul said, if I yet preach circumcision, are they saying Paul is still, is still preaching circumcision? I think that's what they're lying on him about. He says, if, I, if, I yet, if, if I'm going on preaching circumcision, just like I was a Jew, why do I yet suffer persecution? <clears throat> in other words, he's still being persecuted. Yeah. If I'm still preaching Judaism, why are the Jew Judaizers still persecuting me? And the Jews. He said, uh, if I'm still preaching circumcision, 
Then is the off offense of the cross ceased. If I'm preaching the law, the cross is not there. And again, he was preaching the offense of the cross. Uh, it goes against the law. It goes against Jews. It goes against work salvation. <clears throat> anyway. I would. Now this means I would desire. I would they were even cut off, which trouble you. Now what, when you amputate an arm, you cut it off. And that's the terminology he's using here. I would they were even cut off that are troubling you. For brethren, you all have been called unto liberty. Not the bondage of the law, but the, the liberty that's in Christ Jesus that you've been freed from the curse of the law. What a, what a curse that is to be under God's law and knowing you can't keep it. What a curse. But he said you haven't been called to that. You've been called to liberty. But to balance that, I want to say only use not your liberty for an occasion to the flesh. Well, I'm under grace of Christ and have the liberty of Christ. And I don't have to observe the law. No, Paul said, don't do that. We're, on, we're freed from the curse of the law. Amen. Now, and this is a big deal right now. You've got preachers saying, everybody just forget the law. The law is not to be forgotten. Amen. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Now, Hold on here. Look back at Matthew 22. Look at verse 34. But when the Pharisees had heard that he had put the Sadducees to silence... They were gathered together, and then one of them, which was a lawyer, asked him a question, tempting him and saying, Master, which is the great commandment in the law? And Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, and with all thy soul, with all thy mind. This is the first and great commandment. Amen. And the second is like unto it, Thou shalt love thy neighbor, as thyself, on these two commandments hang all the law and the prophets. So this is a summation of the Ten Commandments. We see the first table is all about God, vertical relationship. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. That sums up, thou shalt have no other gods before me, Thou shalt not make unto thee any graven image. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord thy God in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Amen. 
that covers all of it. That, well, he tells these folks over here, he said, this one, the second is like unto it, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Well, all right. See what he's talking to them about is their relationship with one another, with the church members. He says, now, all the laws fulfilled in one word, even in this. Now, he didn't omit the first great commandment. Thou shalt love the Lord thy God. He said, this is applied to your situation and the context of what I'm talking to you about right now. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Now, for these guys to say the law is over with, Paul didn't say that there. Jesus didn't say that. Matter of fact, he said he didn't come to destroy it, but to fulfill it. But the only thing that we've been freed from is the curse of the law. And that is the gigantic freedom. So, <clears throat> for these antinomians, these people that are preaching against the law, and there's a bunch of them out there now. Try, you know, but you know why? I heard about that Andy Stanley. Al Moeller had an article about him. Do you know why he's getting rid of the Old Testament? I knew it thought a long time ago. He's got freak marriages in his congregation. Two men married and two women married. The LGBT stuff, he's in that. Well, you got to get rid of Sodom and Gomorrah, but somehow he's forgetting about what's in the New Testament. But he figures if he can get rid of the Old Testament, he, he can get rid of that man shall not lie down with man, woman with woman. Uh, yeah. That's what all that's about. And when you hear a preacher start talking against the law of God, that's what's going on. Now they heard me Monday talking to the Sparks is about coming in. They'll have to be baptized to come in Amen. to this church. Will they do it? I don't know whether they will or not. They didn't seem to be too happy about it. Well, see that? And that's where, if a pastor's going to stand on the truth, that's where the rubber hits the road right there, buddy. Because there, there's where everything is that you want as a pastor. You're trying to get people in trying to build the congregation up, trying to build them offerings up, and all that fun dungeons, and just everything's got to go. And here you're turning them away. I was as nice as I could be about it. But you can just say some things so nice. They're not going to hear the nice, they're going to hear what it is if it goes against what they're doing. One of them had Southern Baptist baptism, one of them Campbellite, one of them Church of God. Uh, and it wasn't old Southern Baptist, it was new Southern Baptist. So, Anyway, I, we'll see what happens there. I hope 
They don't. They come on if the Lord wants them here. But I'm not going to give up what we stand for to get a few people. We have to shut our doors. Sometime we'll have to shut our doors. But we're not going to give up the word of God. But he says now, with reference to this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. That doesn't necessarily mean the one lives right next to you. It's whoever's near you. Uh, But if you bite and devour one another, that's sound like what animals do. Take heed that you be not consumed one of another. If you, if you have that kind of relationship with your brothers and sisters, that'll consume you. This I say then, walk in the spirit and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. All right, lust, yes, it means sexual lust, but it means a lot of other things too. So, Walk in the Spirit. Well, how do I walk in the Spirit? Just stay with me, and he'll tell us. For the flesh lusts against the Spirit. That's yours inside, the Holy Spirit inside of you. Your flesh lusts against him, the Holy Spirit. And the Spirit against the flesh. There's enmity, opposition. And these are contrary, the one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Paul belabored that in Romans 7. The things that I would do, I don't do. The things that I don't want to do, that's what I do. Oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And there, what he was decrying was the old man. And that's exactly, that's where our battle is. But if you be led of the Spirit, you're not under the law. Are you led of the Spirit? Well, we'll see how that goes here. Well, now the works of the flesh are manifest. Now, you can't blame all this on Satan. Satan is the tempter, but he don't make you do it. The works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication. Now, when you see those two words used together. Adultery, sexual sin of married people. And fornication, sexual sins, all kinds of unmarried people. But if you see one or the other, it's inclusive. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness. Now, Deuteronomy, the man married a wife and found some uncleanness in there. This may have been the kind of uncleanness. I don't know. I think it's, it's more than just not taking a bath every day. Lasciviousness. That would be lewdness. Idolatry. Well, that's a work of the flesh. Think about it. Think about everything that goes down as idolatry. Of you venerating Something, an object, whatever it is, you think I'm going to say tree or whatever, but whatever it is, that's idolatry. And that is a work of the flesh. It's not a work of the spirit. Okay. Witchcraft, that's the word we get. It's pharmakeia. We get pharmacy from. Drugs, witchcraft, potions. What's witches do? They make up potions and all. Drugs. 
Put you in another state of mind. Hatred. We're to hate what God hates. But hatred of people is not ours. Variance. Fuss and fighting. Emulations. Wrath. Being mad all the time. Strife. Division. Seditions. Well, the, the, the crime of sedition is a rebellion against the government. That's yeah. rebellion against authority. And heresies. False doctrines. It's of the flesh. Envies. I wish I had what he's got. Murders. More of that going on now than ever. Drunkenness. See, you got drugs and you got drunkenness in here. Revelings. That's hot partying is what that is. And such like. That's not the limitation. It's that. Of the which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Now that word for do, that's proso. That's not poieo. You know the difference. Poieo is you do something. Proso, you keep on doing it. People that keep on doing it, repeat it. Living in it. They'll not inherit the kingdom of God. First John talks about that too. But the fruit of the Spirit. This is not your fruit. This is the Spirit's fruit. If the Spirit of God is in you, this fruit is growing on you. <laughs> okay. That's the Greek word karpos. As one of the first Greek words we learned, fruit, karpos. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Now that would, that would be the love that is, that is defined amply in the Word of God. Not love out there, love here. Joy, peace, long-suffering, patience. Suffering long, gentleness, goodness, faith, faithfulness, meekness, temperance, control, self-control. Against such there is no law. If you're following the Spirit, you're not going to run afoul of the law. Amen. And they that are Christ have crucified the flesh. With the affections and the lusts. When that old man crucified. And let your mind. Let this mind be in you. Reckon yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. It's a mental thing. If we live in the spirit. Let us also walk in the spirit. And summing it up. Let us not be desirous. Of vain glory. Provoking one another and envying one another. My, what kind of peace would we have? Will we have with all that? All right, may the Lord.